This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, it is. It's a podcast and you love it. This is Creature of the Week where we talk to local zoologist in training, Andrew Johnson, uh, about a creature each week. Uh, Today, what are we talking about, Andy? Also, welcome back to season two of the show. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we had a bit of a hiatus, eh? And we're now back into it. I'm so excited. Back with vengeance. Back with vengeance. Back with more animals. Uh, you want. What what animal is it today? Today today we're gonna um, look at the glowworm. The glowworm. glowworm. Yeah, because I because there's some awesome stuff that's happened in the news recently that I thought thought would be a cool way to connect to, which is all the work with the James Webb telescope. Uh-huh. You guys been seeing yeah, those yeah, those yeah. pictures and stuff? Amazing those, uh, pictures. Million megapixel images. Oh, it's way. insane. Yeah. Eh? Like like I've seen things where they're using like light bending from other galaxies to look further back in time or like yeah. just ridiculous no, stuff eh? yeah yeah not my field of expertise but just blown away by it uh, yeah, no, to, to, the, to that uh, you know we're looking like 13 and a half billion years in the past the earth I mean sorry the universe is only 13.8 billion years old so right. we're almost looking at the very we're beginning of time we're there. which is yeah like unfathomable mm-hmm. that's crazy I agree but why why, why stars uh, huh why? well yeah why uh, why <laughs> well I thought you know that our closest sort of thing on earth would be the glowworms these amazing little blinking lights that you see when you're out on a nighttime trail and sort of resemble stars and even even the um, the Maori word has a sort of uh, meaning towards that which is that they're called uh, the TTY which is sort of uh, translates to lights in reflected water so it has this connotation of like you know uh, lights in the sky and, and, the, and the water and everything it's great really, really Really thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is a new segment after all, so gotta gotta bring this all together. Um, what can you tell us about about those these little guys, the luminescent little guys? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the first uh, fact or the first thing that we we'll, we we'll get off with is that glowworms aren't even worms. Huh? they're not even worms. So oh. it, from the get go, it's over. it's very yeah yeah very deceiving. So if they're not worms, what are they? Yes. Yeah, so they're they're kind of like a, a the pupae form of their mm. of their life cycle. So, um, yeah, glowworms themselves are only the pupae, and then eventually they sort of metamorphize into um, fungus gnats, which oh. is like a sort of a um, sort of a mosquito-looking um, insect that eats uh, like m- mushrooms and fungus, uh, like the name suggests. Um, Interesting. But yeah. So they metamorphize into something quite a bit more boring. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like, right? The opposite of a butterfly, a caterpillar butterfly transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, they sort of go down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's it's the fungus gnat and it's pupil pupil stage. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah. There's a little little worm stage, which is really I, I didn't realize that until you know, no. a few months back. Thought over. they were just their own worm. You thought so? Eh? You would think so, but but yeah, they're they're their own thing, and they're they're found all over New Zealand. You know, everywhere, pretty much anywhere where you can find a um, a dark cave that kind of has a bit of water in the area, so like a bit of a moist cave or something like that. Because um, they need that uh, to survive in that sort of pupil stage, which is, which is yeah, fascinating. And 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 why do they why do they glow? Why they glow? They glow. How do they glow? How they glow? Why do they glow? Yeah, that's the multi million dollar question. Basically, um, they glow in order to uh, attract uh, prey to them. So right. What they yeah. So what they do? Um, glowworms have these little um, silk threads that they hang from the ceiling or from their cave, which is covered in a sort of a mucusy uh, uh, thing. That when they glow, they attract uh, different flying insects, um, little things like, uh, like mosquitoes and, and, and gnats and all that kind of stuff, and then they get trapped in the um, in the uh, silk, and then they eat them. So it's sort of like a little, uh, like a little, um, like a lighthouse kind of for these, oh, wow. like, for these little <laughs> bugs to come here, <laughs> yeah. so I can eat you. <laughs> Fatal lighthouse. So, uh, so it's not the insect itself 
that's glowing? No, it is. It, oh, is. it is. Yes. Yeah. So, so the the part that glows on the on the glowworm is is right at the end of of it. So it's sort of like right on its tail, and it's it's almost like a like a kidney kind of organ. Right. Um, and it's quite a a, a chemical a complex chemical process that's going on. But in short, what it does is it combines a chemical called uh, luciferase with oxygen. And once it does that, it creates this sort of uh, blue-green bioluminescent glow. Wow! Which, which we see. Yeah. Luciferase. It doesn't have anything to do, of course, with with Lucifer and the concept <laughs> of the of the devil, does it? I don't. I have no idea. I would love to look into that. If we, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Because I think it's luciferase, and there's also like a byproduct called luciferin or something as well. So. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe it is a biblical thing. Maybe. One. Um. So. They're, they're in New Zealand. They're in Aotearoa. Are yep. they anywhere else? Or, uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. They they're are. also um, there's quite a few species in Australia as okay. well. Yep. And then, um, but they're not, to my understanding, they're not related to things like fireflies and whatnot that you right. find in America. That's that's slightly different. It's slightly different. They have, they have a similar um, like chemical process to make the light, but it's not not the exact same thing. And where have you had much experience with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, they're so easy to get to in yeah. Dunedin. You should absolutely. Oh, go, really? Yeah, yeah. Go check them out if you can. So, uh, not while, not long ago, I went and had a little walk around Ross Creek. Have you guys been around? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Ross Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Go to the reservoir and stuff. So, Ross Creek itself is an old, um, like a mining, like a quarry um, with lots of like rock croppings and stuff. So if you go through there, like just after um, sundown or something, take your mates with you, and um, you can see these little glowing lights all on the rocks all throughout the the reserve, wow. which is really cool. And it's just like in our backyard, like just you know, right here, it's Ross insane. Creek. Yeah. It's just like a ten minute walk away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, but really you can really only cool. you go, you go at night. You have to go at night yeah, if you want yeah. to see them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to see the glow. There's another place in Dunedin as well that I recommend, which is Nichols Creek. Okay. I haven't yeah. been there myself. Have you guys been to? Uh, is that where Nichols? the mountain biking track? Yeah, I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. There's yeah. some sort of waterfall out there as well. So that apparently, if you go to the waterfall in Nichols Gosh. Creek, then you'll see. Yeah, this get out of North Dunedin, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a whole world out there. Go explore. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool, man. And. Like, uh, uh, do they have like some kind of conservation status? Right? Uh, should we be looking yeah. after them better than we are? I mean, we... we should always look after our, our, our native uh, fauna and flora. No, but, yeah. but yeah, but but their conservation status is like not threatened at all. Where they are completely, completely good. Not at all. We're, we're wow, all. that's rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're all over the country, and they're yeah. I mean, you can you'll see them in you know the White Tama Caves and, and like uh, mm, yeah. uh, Tiano I think they also there's quite a few places there have you seen them in White Tama you, you, you're from the Toronto I, I have yeah. actually yeah. as it happens I think you know being being from Hamilton every school trip we seems to be to White Tama Caves <laughs> I think it's the most interesting part of the region yeah. um, but no yeah it's uh, Hamilton Gardens also has if you, yep. if you know where to look there's mm-hmm. a lot of um, sheer faces uh, kind of a lot of sheer clay faces along the along the sides of a lot of the gardens there and there actually are Quite actually, quite substantial populations. Yes, awesome. um, so if you're ever in Hamilton, Hamilton Gardens, yeah, um, definitely a place to be, daytime or nighttime. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard even in the Wellington Botanical Gardens, you can see them as well. So I think Botanical Gardens must be quite good for them. This, yeah, because, yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of those, especially with a lot of those, some of those plants being quite uh, humid, you know, like mm-hmm. like in those humid environments, kind of producing those humid environments. Mm. Great place, you know. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what, are, what are they eating? What, what do they? Do so, they so eat actually, the plants. The, the the so it's only the um, this worm form that does any of the eating. So once yeah, they really? become yeah the fungus gnat, they 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 eat on this sort of um, on all the plant matter and stuff. But when they're in the larvae form, that's when they like eat the actual like 
you know, insects and all that kind of stuff. That's where they get most of their kind of protein. Because once they become a, a fungus now, they only survive for about three days. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, so once they become an adult, then they're, then they're gone. So how yeah. long do they spend it as a, as a, in the pupa stage? Then? Um, yes. Yeah, so as a worm, they're there for about six to nine months. Wow. So yeah, like a good, a good, a good solid amount. That seems like the worst glove ever. You yeah. Know? <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 Six months, you know, life being able to glow and then suddenly <laughs> three days three days condemned to yeah. not be able to eat very much yeah. exactly exactly. cycle starts again uh, and, and are the, do they have any natural predators does anything eat them um, I'm, not, I'm not not too no. sure actually about that but I think um, you wouldn't sure want to eat some big silky yeah yeah I mean they're kind of glowing eh? so they're sort of they're sort of attracting things to them I guess so I imagine other little insects and stuff that can eat worms will, will definitely eat them yeah I, have you ever seen that scene in um Surfs up, you know that movie, Super <laughs> yeah, Surfing yeah, yeah. Penguins, where they go surfing in the cave or something, and then they they find themselves in heaps of glowworm, <laughs> yeah, 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 poop, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're like, th- they don't realize that it's poop until one of them is like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, that all this fun glowy stuff is poop. It's, poop. Is that, is that, it's not poo without. I I, I, I have no idea how accurate that scene is <laughs> within nature. But um, but yeah, they do have that sort of mucus on on okay. their on their silk. So, so maybe some kind of excretion. It's probably yeah, not yeah, poop. yeah, yeah, maybe. Because okay. okay. I know, yeah, because um, when you go and see the glowworms, say in in the um, reserve, your their their silk is only like two to five centimeters long. So they're, they're quite quite right. short because just environmental things like rain and wind and whatnot breaks them. But yeah. When you go to Waitomo Caves, they can get up to like 50 centimetres long, these big silky strands. Wow, yeah. Um, How because long? they're just understood. 50 centimetres. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Like, like and where bigger, does yeah. it glow at the bottom of the silky strand? No, so it goes, it goes on the worm itself. So oh, so the worm okay. the worm will be on the cave roof or whatnot, glowing, and then yes. these all these sort of uh, silky strands below it that they that they catch the prey in. Gotcha. Yeah, it's incredible. And if the prey is too big that they catch, they'll just cut off the silk or let it go, or they won't worry about it. They just want sort of the smaller sort of insects that they can catch. Yeah. Wow. How cool! Yeah, yeah. I think they're, I think they're really, really awesome species. Well, I ju- it's just, it's saying, it's such a cool idea that we don't need to go very far or try very hard at all to see them. No. Unlike, unlike most creatures that are pretty elusive, and, and mm-hmm. you need to find them at a specific time of the year. Yep. Or yeah, yeah. They're, they're just, they're just in caves at night. Absolutely. Up the road. Yeah, yeah. And I hope, I hope that, yeah, I hope this whole segment does kind of show that that nature is so easily accessible. Like once, right, once you yeah, just have yeah. a little bit of knowledge, you know where they are, you know where it is. You can go see it real easy, and, it, and it's and it's magical. Like mm-hmm. it's awesome to be able to connect with with these uh, these creatures. Ah, oh, Andy, well, thanks so much for sharing some of this. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it really wears off, man. Like, yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> cool. you've got me, got me turned on to glowworms, man. I'm gonna yeah. go make a date night out of it. Yeah, oh, you should, you should. Yeah, grab some mates. Probably don't go alone if you're going out into the middle of the forest at night. But yeah, uh, bring bring buddies. some mates with you and stuff, and, and yeah, go check them out. And if you are checking them out. Try not to shine the torch on them for too long. So there's some studies that show that can sort of uh, oh. cause some issues with them being able to produce their light. So they'll, if the light's on them, then they might turn their light off, and then they need to turn their light back on in order to catch their prey, and it's just the whole thing. So just quickly have a look at them and then, and then yeah. turn the torch away. Well, you don't need a torch if you're looking at Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they light themselves up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a f***ing Radio 1 podcast, mate. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.